Welcome to the KHOW Podcast. You've joined a community who focuses on following the word, living the word, and doing the word. We hope you enjoy these messages. Father, we just come and we just say, holy, holy, holy are you, Lord. You are God Almighty. And we just bless you and we praise your name. We take time to acknowledge you as our Father. Yes. All knowing God, a God of love, care. A God who knows a thing before we even encounter a thing. A God who is continuously comes after us. Mm-hmm. Yes, God. Even in times and moments when we reject. We thank you, Lord. We honor you in this day. We thank you for breathing into the world in us. We thank you even, even in moments and times where we think we're doing things. We thank you for allowing us to be able to do yeah. that we are doing and a part of. I thank you for this great fellowship. Yes, God. We get to come together, come together like-minded and continue to grow in you. I thank you that everyone who comes has the desire to grow. I thank you for everyone that comes, hearts just yearn for you even more. And I thank you, Lord, that Even as we come to your feet, Father, you never leave us. You have never left us. You are always looking to give unto us that which you have for us. So I thank you that we come today with just our hearts and our minds open to things, Father, we may have never even considered. Mm, Thank you, God. Thank you that you are so much greater and so much bigger than what our minds and our hearts could even imagine. But your plans for us are great. Your plans for us are perfect. And so we just thank you that we have a safe space to come. And I even just join in just covering the Panetta family, Father. Covering, Father, each member that is impacted. Yes, God been impacted by one's life and we just lift up even those who are traveling even now we pray for safe travels father lift up every heart father every person's moment in, in, in memory father i just thank you that you are covering them all yes god the Lord, may this day be a day that we continue to just submit ourselves unto you. Mm-hmm. Thoughts, we surrender our plans that you may speak to us. Mm-hmm. We just glorify you that we come under your good and perfect will for our lives. In Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Lord God, I just thank you so much. 
for this moment. I say it every week because I truly, truly, truly appreciate another opportunity to gather in your name, God. Thank you that your word says that because of the sacrifice you made with your son, you are actually greater than a friend. And it just reminded me, God, and I'm thanking you for this. I'm overwhelmed with emotion, God, because friends, they keep our secrets. They are our safe places. That's how we feel. Friends know us better than family members know us, God. And yet your word says that you're more than that. You are more than a safe place. You are more than, than, than someone who can, I can call at any time. I can call you at any time. I can cry with you. I can laugh with you, God. And we thank you for that, God. We thank you that you are more than a friend. We thank you, God, that you are, are what we don't even know that we need at times. There are probably emotions and feelings that we haven't even experienced yet. And you're just waiting there to help us deal with that. You're waiting to. You are waiting for us. And I thank you for that. It's not, it's not just a, you're waiting to catch us when we fall. It's you're literally I, I'm 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 there for you, daughter. I'm there for you, son. Whenever you need me, I'm I'm here, and I thank you for that. I thank you, God, that you are a living God. I yeah. thank you for. Again, I I thank you for Christ. I thank you that we have an opportunity to be with you in heaven because you said they can't do it on their own. Some of us won't even give up clothes, and yet you gave up your son for us. Mm -hmm. And I thank you for that, God. I thank you for that. Yeah. Oh, Lord, I thank you for that. Um, I'm asking that you continue to be in the midst of the Panetta's God. I, I thank you that you actually have prepared them for a time like this. Thank you, God. Because of who you are. Sure. You were knitting things together years ago that would impact whatever is to happen this week, whatever is to happen next month, God. And I thank you for that, God. I thank you for this body that we are able to lift them up, um, that we can be there if if they need us to, when they need us to. I thank you that I thank you that even though uh they are going through something right now. Pastor Kai is still showing up to be there for us, God. I thank you for that, to bring your word, to pray with us, to pray for us, God. Thank you, Father. I thank you for their lives. Um, God, you are just so amazing. You are so amazing. Thank you. Allow us to, to hear differently on today, to see differently on today the word that you have for us, God. I'm asking if there's someone who's who's 
whose voice has been mute when it comes to talking to you, God, that right now they just lift you up. They lift you up. They honor you. They praise you. They give you the glory right now. No longer will they, will they keep well, the breath that you gave us is yours. <laughs> no longer will they keep that for themselves, God. I'm asking that if someone right now who just re- needs to release that, release that back unto you, we give it back unto you today, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Thank you, Father. Thank we release it back to you, God, because you are worthy of all of the praise, all of the glory all of the honor all and more <laughs> because my praise is not enough it's just not <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. thank you father in jesus name i pray amen thank you god thank you father thank you god father i lift my hands to you hmm. Because regardless of what, mm. I choose to make your name great. Yeah. Thank you, God. Hallelujah, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Regardless of what it looks like, God, mm. I choose to make your name great. I thank you for choosing us every day. Yeah. I thank you for choosing us every moment of the day. And God, no matter how far you tell me to go or what you tell me to do or what you ask me to release, Lord God, I choose to make your name great. Yeah, God. Yeah, God. There is nothing that I can do to ever show you how wonderful you are. But God, every moment of my day moving forward, I choose to make your name great. God, I thank you for dispatching the angels on today to be with the people that are hurting, that need you, that love you, that long for you, that will travail in Jesus's name. Lord God, not in their own. And God, on today, I just thank you for being with us, standing with us, Lord God. I thank you for covering our leaders our pastor and our apostle and all that just are seeking you lord god i ask that right now you quiet the minds that need to be quieted lord god so they can be in a place to receive what you have lord god because they can look towards the the heels for which come at their help and they can look at the sorrow that they may have before them but if they call on you and they choose to make your name great god i know that you will give them the peace that passes all understanding that we can lean into your understanding and not our own so father god in the matchless name of jesus when he was on that cross being beaten for our transgressions when he could have pulled his feet out of those nails and he could have moved his arms up and he could have got off that cross he did what he had to do because he knew it would make your name great and father you knew such a time as this that we will come together some of us with the fight of our lives some of us in the deepest sorrow that we've ever had some of us not understanding what's going to happen the rest of today tomorrow or the next day but in this moment father god we choose to make your name great and 
for God, that you said tomorrow will take care of tomorrow. But on today, Father God, we come before the throne of grace, asking you once again to help us make what we need to make of this time and of this moment for you, our God, because you deserve all the glory. And I give you all the praise that's within me to be able to lift you up and magnify your name, Lord God. I count it a privilege, God. I count it all joy, God. I thank you, Lord God, on today that your love seems bigger to me than ever before, Lord God. I thank you on today, Lord God, that your grace and your mercy seems bigger to me than ever before. And God, I I just thank you once again that I get the opportunity to pray for your people. Thank you, God. With the humbleness of my heart, Lord God. For the rest of my days, I choose to make your name great. Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. My God, my God. There is a resounding yes today, God, for your people, God. We woke up this morning, God, with a sense of gratitude, God, because of how great and awesome you are, God. You are so amazing, God. And today we just express our gratitude and just say thank you. Thank you for your ultimate sacrifice, God. Of your son, Father God, who died, God. Let us think about that for a moment, who died on the cross, God. How great is that, God, for us? So, Father God, you called us into fellowship, God, with your son, Father God. So we worship you right now, Father. We honor you, God. We humbly come before you, Father God, expressing our gratitude, God. Spiritual roll call, Father God. Our hands are raised and we are here, God. Yes, God. We thank you, Father God. Thank you. For everything, every situation, God. Jesus, Jesus. All the pricking pruning, God. Yes. Because it's only to give you glory, Father God. I am firmly understanding that it's just not about me, God. Everything that we go through, Father God, is not about just us person, God. It's about others, God. If I had to stand on that balcony, God, in depression, Father God, wanting to jump, Father God, if I haven't endured, Father God, being in, 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 in the ministry, Father God, and being molested, Father God, how would I not express my overcoming, God. How I express my testimony, God, to heal someone else, God. And we all have a story to tell, Father God, about the goodness of the Lord. So let us share, Father God. Mm. Expressing our gratitude, Father God, saying hallelujah, how we overcame mm. and how we're still overcoming to this day, God. Thank you, God. It's all because of you. Yes, God. Because of you, God. Mm. Because of you, God, we're standing here strong, God. Thank you, God. You are our strong tower, God. You are our mighty God. Thank you, God. So we're hosting you today, God. Yeah. Yeah. Our hearts are open. Our mind is open, God. Fill us up with your love, Father God. Fill us up with your grace, Father God. Fill us up with your mercy, God. 
Yep. Let us be vulnerable to you today, God. Jesus. Let us not be bogged down and worried, Father God, of situations, Father God, I that know. arise. Brother Malcolm even said it this week. Our first action needs to be to pray, God. Mm -hmm. Our first action needs to be to seek you, Father God. Thank you, God. That no longer, God, we will come, Father God, sharing your word, Father God. Jeez. We need to start living it, God. I pray that we live this thing out, God. Thank you, God. Praise your name, God. Yes. Father God, I even pray right now that even though we're praying for our pastors, Father God, that it doesn't start it in here. Yeah. That we just continuously, Father God, not even be in prayer of ourselves, but about them, God, but about others, God. Thank you. That we put ourselves aside, Father God, and put them in the forefront of our minds, God. So we give them to you, Father God, in prayer. Thank you, Father. That is not even about the title, Father God. Sometimes we forget that, Father God. We forget that they're human. Mm, thank you, Lord. Have your moment. You deserve it. Thank you, Lord. We hug them right now, Father God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. We thank you, Father God, for their compassion, Father God, their commitment, their consistency, Father God, in the face of storm, God. But yet they are still present. Thank you, Lord. What great example is that? Thank you, Lord. Father God, I thank you for what you're doing, God. Thank you, God. Thank you. We love you so much, Father. Mm. Have your way today, Father. Have your way, God. Jesus. Hallelujah. Uh, Trev said, I choose to make your name great. All I heard, all I kept hearing was this time. I choose to make your name great. I choose to make your name great. I choose to make your name great. Hallelujah. I'll praise your name. Hallelujah. I'll praise your name. Because we choose to make your name great. We choose to make your name great. We choose to make your name great. Hallelujah. We'll praise your name. Hallelujah. We'll praise your name. We choose to make your name great. We choose to make your name great. I choose to make your name great. Hallelujah. We'll praise your name, hallelujah. We'll praise your name. I choose to make your name great. I choose to make your name great. Oh God, I choose to make your name great, hallelujah, 
will praise your name hallelujah will praise your name hallelujah will praise your name hallelujah come on miss brenda will praise your name hallelujah we praise your name yes hallelujah 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 we choose to make your name great god with our lives we choose to make your name great god our commitment to you, God, is to choose to make your name great, not our own names, not another man's name, God, but your name great. For your name is above all names, God, for every knee shall bow and every knee shall, every tongue shall confess that you are Lord. And so we choose even right now to make your name great. Throughout this day, we choose to make your name great, God. Hallelujah, I'll praise your name. Hallelujah, I'll praise your name. Hallelujah. I'll praise your name, hallelujah, I'll praise your name, I choose God, I choose to make your name great, with all that I am, I choose God, I choose God. It's a choice to make his name great. Just because you tell people you're saved and just because you read the Bible, that doesn't mean you choose to make his name great. Doesn't mean that you are not still out there trying to push your own agenda and in your own name and your own self-image. But we are God reflectors. And as God reflectors, we have to make a daily choice to make his name great in the marketplace in our families, in our homes, in life and in death, I choose to make his name great. And it is because his name is great in my life, I can face whatever life tries to bring me because God is greater than that. His name is greater than that. His presence is greater than that. His power is greater than that. His word is greater than that. And he shall provide everything that I need concerning that, which is even the enemy has tried to send to take me out. The weapon may form, but it will not prosper because I shall make his name great. And because his name is great in my life, I will see the great things that he is doing in my life. In the face of death, there is still life in God. The, the psalmist said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil for thou art with me. He's with us. And so how dare us not choose to make his name great. 
Let me tell you, I'm looking at Daphne right now. And even as she is on her job, she refuses not to make his name great where she is. But I choose that no matter where I am, because he has placed me where I am. He's afforded me to be where I am. He, he's given me the hands and the skills to, to do this work. And so I will honor him and bless him at all times. His, his praise shall continuously be in my mouth. Let everything that have breath praise ye the Lord because it is my job it is my it is my position it is my honor and it is it I am humbled that he would choose me to make his name great so how how dare I devalue the name of God how dare I not make sure wherever I am that his name be made great even when I'm by myself, his name is still great. This is not a show. This is my life. He's not just great when I want to prove something to somebody. He's not just great when, I, come on, he's great all the time. Look. I think the, the, the yes, I'm gonna say it, Holy Spirit. For a long time, the church has just rested on he's a good God, but we need to realize he's a great God. Great and mighty things has he done. Great and mighty things is he still doing. We serve a great God. We can't contain the greatness, the I amness of God. It can't be contained. Whatever you think he is, he's bigger than that. And even that, that he's bigger than that in your mind, he's bigger than that. And even that, he's bigger than that. And he's greater than that. And he's even greater than that. The stuff that we look, the th little things we ask him for, he's like, I'm greater than that. You could ask bigger than that. You should see greater than that. You should see further than that. Look, my kids, I know how to give good gifts to my children. In fact, my gifts are And so we choose to make your name great, God. We choose. So let, let, let turn with me, turn with me. I'm, I promise I'm not going to be before you long. We're going to Mark chapter 16, Mark chapter 16. And Kay How, you know that we follow the spirit of God and the word of God. And please understand, I'm very well acquainted with and aware. We just celebrated Thursday, Monday. We had Good Friday yesterday, right? Which begins the three days of our, of our Savior's death, burial, and resurrection, okay? And I know that a lot of times uh, where we have come from, if you've come from uh, any type of denomination, you know, these this weekend is the weekend, you know, Come on, Sunday is about to be packed, you know, with your family members who don't go, <laughs> you know, Easter Sunday is the Sunday everybody come back home, Christmas, you know, Christmas weekend, you know, this is when everybody want to tell the Lord, you know, they love him again, okay? Um, but we do not follow suit in the traditions of, right, of, of man, but what we do do is follow the leading of the Holy Spirit and his word, and so I'm telling you now, buckle up you know where i was this morning the shower okay you know miss lanette i was in the shower um and god knocked when i say pastor ryan knocked my head off my neck 
And I was like, oh, 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 oh. So we are going to read a passage of scripture. I was, you know, that, that ties into where we are. Oh, but God has something to say to us this morning. So we are going to, we are going to read the entire chapter of Mark 16, okay? Then I'm going to highlight some portions. So Mark 16, I'm going to read out of the Amplified this, this morning. And I'm also going to read out of the Passion Translation. So go with me. Starting at verse one, it says, when the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of James, and Salome purchased the sweetest smelling spices so that they might go and anoint him. This is three women, okay? I'm gonna leave it alone, three women. Very early on the first day of the week, they came to the tomb when the sun had risen. Can we stop right there? I, you know, there's times that I say we have to look at stuff that I think for a long time, we just kind of pass over. It says, and they were, it says, it says you would, very early on the first day of the week, okay? Because this is after the Sabbath that he rises. It says they came to the tomb when the sun, S-U-N, had risen. Oh, you're gonna catch that in a minute. So the sun had risen, but they are about to find out that the S-O-N had risen too. So they literally come in upon a time where the sun is rising, not even not knowing that the sun, the S-O-N had risen. Okay, it says, and they were saying to one another, who will roll back the stone for us from the entrance of the tomb? Looking up, they saw that the stone had been rolled away, though it was extremely large. Entering the tomb, they saw a young man sitting on the right wearing a long stately white robe and they were amazed and bewildered. And he said to them, do, do not be amazed. You are looking for Jesus, the Nazarene who was crucified. Oh, he has risen. He is not here. I want you to highlight that little part right there. He has risen. He is not here. Okay. Continuing. It says, see, see, here is the place where they laid him. He literally shows them where he was. But go tell his disciples and Peter, he is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there just as he told you. They went out and fled from the tomb for they were seized with trembling and astonishment and they said nothing about it to anyone because they were afraid. Oh, come on. Verse nine says, now Jesus having risen from death, early on the first day of the week, appeared first to Mary Magdalene, from whom he had cast out seven demons. She went and reported it to those who had been with him. I want you to highlight that. She reported it to those who had been with him while they were mourning and weeping. When they heard that he was alive and had been seen by her, they did not believe it. After that, he appeared in a different form to two of them as they were walking along the way to the country. They returned to Jerusalem and told the others, but they did not believe them either. 
Verse number 14, later Jesus appeared to the 11 disciples themselves as they were reclining at the table and he called them to account for their unbelief and hardness of heart because they had not believed those who had seen him after he had risen from death. And he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. He who has believed in me and has been baptized will be saved from the penalty of God's wrath and judgment. But he who has not believed will be condemned. These signs will accompany those who have believed in my name. They will cast out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up serpents and they will drink dead drink anything deadly and it will not hurt them they will lay hands on the sick and they will get well verse 19 says this so then when the lord jesus had spoke to them he was taken up into heaven and sat down where at the right hand of god verse 20 says this and they went out and preached everywhere while the lord was working with them and confirming the word by the signs that followed. I want to read a brief section uh, in the in the in the Passion translation to you uh, on the part where they went it says. But when they arrived, they discovered that the very large stone was already rolled away. And as they stepped into the tomb, they saw a young man sitting on the right, dressed in a long white robe. The women were startled and amazed, but the angel said to them, don't be afraid. I know that you're here looking for Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He isn't here. Oh, I love how it says this. He has risen victoriously. Look, see the place they laid him? Run and tell his disciples, even Peter, that he is risen. He is risen. So as I'm in the shower, Pastor Ryan, and I'm hearing what the Lord has said, then I think of this scripture, I go to the scripture. He says, I, I need to ask a question to my church. Ooh, I need to ask some questions, but I need to make a statement. I need you to write this down today, guys, for my note takers. You ready? You are not where they left you. You are not where they left you. See, many of us still, we physically have been resurrected, but mentally <laughs> we are still living as if the stone has not been rolled away over your life. You are still living as if you still are there and yet you are no longer there. You are not where they left you. And the problem is, is that we have not yet become two things. Uh, one thing with two components. You have not yet become unrecognizable. See, after... The, the, the angel of the Lord spoke to the three women. It says that Jesus started to walk with some men and they didn't even recognize that it was Jesus in other, uh, other texts of the story. They didn't even realize that it was Jesus with them. In another text in Matthew and in John, it said until he began to speak, they didn't even know it was Jesus. And when you are unrecognizable, <laughs> 
It means two things. The word unrecognizable comes with two components, to recognize and identify. Come on, I'm gonna give us some definitions first. So the word recognize means this, to identify from having encountered them before. See, when I recognize you, it's because I can identify you from an encounter we've had before. See, many people in the church experience God, but they've never encountered him. The word encounter means to meet. So I've experienced, I've been around it. I've felt something. I, I kind of understand, but I have not met the living God. I'm more acquainted and, and I've had an encounter with, with, with the practices and the programs of church, but I have not encountered the living God. I've not met God. I've not met Jesus. I've not been acquainted intimately. The word, can I tell you the word recognize? I love this meaning. It means this, to know again. I've known the things to do. I've known the right words to say. I, I've known the Christianese. I've known how to get by, but I have not been, I have not encountered the Holy Spirit. I've not encountered, come on, God and Jesus in a way that now my life is so steeped in them that who I used to be is unrecognizable. Also means this, to be unrecognizable, it, it has recognized or identify. The word identify means this, establish or indicate who someone is. So I've established who you are, or I indicate who you are. It also means this, to treat as being identical with. Treat as being identical with. And so I used to read that text and it would blow my mind. I'm like, how did they not recognize Jesus? <laughs> the, the one they were walking when the one that was teaching them and pouring into them, the one that had performed miracles, signs, and wonders in their midst, the one who had cast out demons, the one who had fed them naturally and spiritually, the one, come on, who was making ways for them, blessing them, keeping them, protecting them, providing for them, praying for them, loving them, come on, leading them forward, and here he comes back, but they don't recognize that it's him. And, and the church has to get to a point and a place where we are no longer recognizable to the world we once lived, were a part of. That people who knew you then, because can, 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 I, can I remind you something? You've been born again, which means that old life should have been dead in the tomb and the new life should have been resurrected and that those who now knew you then can't even recognize who you are now. You got to remember, you are not where they left you. The, 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 the day you gave Christ your life, and yes, even though you're going to continue to grow and to continue to evolve, but you shouldn't still be that person. You shouldn't still, look, the thing that you left there should still be there. Come on, but you, the resurrected you, should not be in that tomb. Who, I don't know how to say it another way. You are not where they left you. There's some people 
who are still trying to hold on to who you used to be. And the problem is, is that we keep falling prey to who we used to be when we're in their presence. And because we fall prey to who we used to be in their presence, our message is not powerful or palatable. And because our message is not powerful or palatable, they do not believe in the God you're trying to talk about. They do not see the miracles you're trying to say are happening. They don't see the change you keep telling them about or the transformation you're trying to convince them of. See, you are not where they left you. They should be able to come to you now and say, oh, the stone has been rolled away. There should already be a visible mark of oh she is not where we left her she is a new creation she has left old things she has stepped into the new he no longer has the same language he no longer has the same citizenship he no longer looks the same there's a glory and there's a glow on him there's a there's a there's a new level that what happened to you and here's the thing when you are not where they left you, everybody goes to run to tell about where you're going. See, he said, go and tell them he's go. He's already ahead of you. He's already going to meet you at a place because God is waiting for you to catch up to where they, he already is. See, we try to, Lord, thank you, Holy Spirit. We're trying to bring people along instead of realizing you got to go ahead of them to prepare the way for them to get there. He didn't say, Jesus, look, Jesus is Jesus. Jesus could have waited for Mary Magdalene. He could, because come on, he was risen from the dead. Him being alive was already proving that he had resurrected. But he said, go and tell them that he's going to meet you. He's, he's going ahead of you. He's preparing a place for you because he needs to make sure that you realize when he gets there that he's no longer where he used to be. See, there was a way that even the disciples saw him at the time of his death. There was a way that Mary, Martha, and Salome saw him at the time of his death. There was even a way that Doubting Thomas saw him at the time of his death. But he said, I got to meet you in a different place because you're still holding me to the dead place and I'm now alive. I have a new life in God. I've been resurrected. Old things have passed away. And so I can't, I can't welcome my new in a place of death. See, this is where they brought me to die, but I'm going to meet you where I'm called to live. Oh my goodness. Can you meet them where you're called to live? Can you stop trying to stay with the dead? Because then the Bible said, didn't Jesus tell the two brothers when he was calling them forward and they said, our father's dead. He said, let the dead do what? Bury the dead. He says, I need you to go forward and to be in a place called life. So when they're ready to be resurrected, when they're ready to fully come out of the darkness, when they're ready for their stone to be rolled away, there's already a place prepared to, for them. And there's a people prepared for them. And there's a place that they can look to and know, oh, that's where new life begins. That's my resurrected place. That's my new beginning. That's my promised land. And I refuse to go backward. I once was dead, but now I'm found. Oh, my eyes, once I was blind, but now I see. And what I see is this is no longer for me. You are not where they left you. You are not where they left you. Can I say to some of you, some of you, some people thought they killed you there and they still think you're there. Come on. There was some relationships, women. There were some men who thought they left you where you were. 
Uh, you Yeah, you should be dancing and shouting around in your room because I know there were some men that thought they left me right there. They thought they took me out right there. They thought there was no comeback for me right there. But then I met the greatest man. I met the lover of my soul. I met my, my true father. And then I met my best friend called the Holy Spirit. And he began to show me who I was. He said, look, you are valuable. You are chosen. And let me tell you this. You are not where he thinks he left you. I've called you to greater. And can I tell you this? There's already a man ahead of you prepared for you to love you and treat you kindly. Can I tell you there's already a destiny and a place prepared for you? Can I tell you there's already a promise prepared for you? You better get up from here and don't you lay down here ever again. And you better not go backwards and you better not turn around because you are not where they left you. Can I show you something? Jesus never went back to his tomb. People have asked me over and over, do you go every year and visit? Ooh, do you go every year and visit your my, my husband who's passed to him? No. And they say, why? I said, because he's not there. I understand, hear me, I understand the sentiment, but I have a deep revelation. He's not there. <laughs> I know where he is. And so when I'm having a moment and I'm reminded of him, I rejoice because I know he's not there. See, y'all still going back to a place you think you left him, but he is, come on, he's seated in heavenly places. It's not that I don't miss him. I just know he's not there. And many of us, oh, Holy Spirit, many of us keep coming back to our own graves to, mem to memorialize a place we no longer reside. We keep going back, bringing flowers to our own grave sites. We keep going back, putting gifts at our own, uh, own stones and they've been rolled away and we have walked out of those places. But we keep walking back, trying to, trying to memorialize and remember and give honor and homage to a place that we no longer reside. We're bringing new, new flowers to a dead place. And God says, you are not where they left you. Some people left you someplace just with their mouths. Their mouths left you stuck someplace. Can I tell you, come on, I've been there. I've known I was new and entered a conversation with someone that all they were doing was trying to keep me bound to who I was. And I felt I, I would let it do it. And then after the time I was like, let me be, no, let me be clear, that's over. We're not rehearsing those times. We're not reminiscing over those stories. You know why? Because that's not who I am. And the problem with us is that, here, can, I, can I tell you what Jesus did that we've got to do? You need to reintroduce yourself. Jesus got out of that tomb. He was unrecognizable. And what did he do? He said, go, just meet me here. Because see, if I meet you where you are, you'll think that I'm still who I was. And see, you, come on. We want to try to meet people where they are. When God is like, no, I need to, you, them to meet you where you are. Jesus said, tell them to meet me over here. 
Because if I go where they are, they'll think that everything is still the same. It's not. I've, I, I've, I've transitioned. I'm transitioning. I'm ascending. I'm going higher. And I need them to choose higher too. I'm going further and I need them to choose further too. I need them to see the thing. Because see, Thomas would have still doubted me in the old place. So here's the questions he has for us today. Two questions. Number one, has your life been, I'm sorry, three questions. Number one, has your life been resurrected? And we've got to ask each of ourselves that question. Have I had resurrection moments or has my life been resurrected? There's a difference. There's a difference. There were many times where I would have a resurrection moment, but I would walk myself back to my grave. I was comfortable with the tomb. I was comfortable. Come on, come on. I was comfortable with my misery and my pain. I was, it was comfortable. I knew it. It, it was, it, it, I wore it like skin. I, it was what I knew. Disappointment was what I knew. So I'd have a resurrected moment, but I go right back to my, to my tomb of disappointment. And I bury myself under. But he's saying, no longer can we have resurrected moments. I need you to step into your resurrected life. Do you know that when you were born again, you were resurrected? I know it might not be the thing that we teach, but we need to. When you were born again, you were resurrected. Question number two. Oh, because we got to go to here. Let me, let me stop before I ask this question. See, the thing was, Every time Jesus showed himself to someone, do you know what those people did? They ran and told somebody else. And here's the thing. They didn't care if you believed them or not. It was the, the, the evidence of his new life, the, 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 the mark of his resurrection was too good to contain that they had to go and run and tell it forward. Can I tell you that Jesus didn't have to have a, a marketing plan? He had people to tell and run that for, go run and tell that for him. See, many of us are still trying to tell and prove to everybody who we are. See, when you come, look, when you come out in your resurrected life, it's, people are going to encounter the new you and tell everybody else for you. So the second question is, who can speak for you? Who, who, who can speak for you? Who can tell other people about you before they see you? <laughs> about the new you before they encounter you, about the, tra the, 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 the transformed you before they even meet you. Who can speak for you? Because there are so many people, come on, here's what you can't have, is you can't have a half half hat, a half speak for me. Because you know, those are the people that and sometimes, I'm, I'm gonna be nice, sometimes it, it, it's the closest people to us, right? That, that haven't made the decision. They tell people, the old of us and the new of us in the same sense. Oh yeah, this used to be my girl, we used to do this. Oh, but now she, <laughs> they didn't tell about who Jesus was. They told about who, who Jesus was now and where he was now. Who's gonna speak for you about your now place and about your promised place? Who's gonna speak about your position in God, your authority, the dominion? Who's gonna speak about the call on your life? Who's gonna speak about your commitment to God? Who's gonna say, no, 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 no. I know you think you know her. I know you think you know him, but baby, th 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 that is not, that is not the person you used to know because they are not where you left them. 
Yeah, I know he used to fight. Yeah, I know she used to cuss. Yeah, I know she used to, but can I tell you that they're not where you left them. I know they used to be timid and fearful, but they are not where you left them. I know you thought you could bully them, but they're not where you left them. I know you thought you could keep them down, but they're not where you left them. I know that they had some trauma, but they're not where you left them. I know they had some depression, but they're not where you left them. I know they didn't always you know, how, know how to make good decisions or they, they couldn't get, but they're not where you left them. So I need you to take your mouth off of them because they're not where you left them. And the final question, who still needs to see the you you become? Who still needs to see the, the, the you you've become? Can I, can I be honest? I used to be afraid with some people in my family to be the new me fully in front of them because I still just wanted to fit in. I just still wanted to make everybody feel comfortable and good. Can I tell you when I stopped doing that, I got even greater access to my family as close as I was. And now there's a level of respect and honor. And yet I don't ask them to be anything else than who they are, but in my presence, guess what? You have to be. And I don't, it's not, it's not an ask. I don't ask you, but because I'm marked, my life commands that where I go, I change the atmosphere. It doesn't change me. So who still needs to see the you you've become? Who do you need to reintroduce yourself to? Who needs to know you have a new name and a, and a new walk and a, and a new way of talking? Who needs to know this? You are not where they left you. Questions, comments, concerns, I'm done. Ashley, my Ashley, I see you, Ashley Proctor. Well, you just preached to my little spirit all the way through and through. Um, I have been in this emotional turmoil for a couple of months now about my mother's ashes. And I have been stating that I wanted to put them in the water because that was her last wish. It's been seven years. Mm. And me and my aunt have been like tussling emotionally and verbally about these ashes. And so my cousin, who he he said something he said my aunt's not here mm. so we're gonna put her in the water mm. he said you can't serve the dead and I looked at him like who are you talking to sir mm. and then when you had said that I had remembered that because I had a dream, she had came to me and said, you had not done what I asked you to do. And I was trying to show her like all this stuff that I had did. I was like, mommy, I did this, I did this, I did this. Mm -hmm. And she said, you didn't do what I asked you to do. Mm -hmm. And then when I woke up, the sun was beaming directly on these ashes. And I was like, okay, mm -hmm. I'm gonna do it. I've been putting it off, putting it off. And yes. so then you said, 
the title was they not where they left you and every, when I went to this wedding last a couple weeks ago everybody kept saying Ashley you look so different Ashley oh my gosh you're you're so nice you're so beautiful blase blase and I'm like oh you know properly like my mom taught me be a lady hello people that you don't like you stay away from good morning things like that and I had not introduced them to me Mm, yeah. reintroduce them to me you're not, I'm what I'm not baby Ashley from seven years ago mm-hmm. when seven years ago yeah. I was in a panic I was trying to figure out where my life went from here because all I knew was me and my mother right mm-hmm. and this had just resonated with my soul because I I already had set a date and I went back to my cousin. I said, in June, at the end of June, I would like to set my mom's ashes in the water. He said, whatever you need, I, I'll take care of it. I said, but I don't want to argue with my aunt. And this here just gave me the confirmation to do what I'm set out to do Amen. about myself, reintroducing myself, not yeah. the timid, actually, because I am different than where I was. Yeah. And I'm just so grateful for that. So thank you. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Trev, I see your hand. Anyone else? Come on, questions, comments, concerns, or you just want to shout. <laughs> yeah, I was going to scream, but I, I have to say this apostolic word <laughs> is, is, is an activation if people aren't in it. And I thank God for it because February 26th, and you know that date is very significant. We talked about that at the beginning of the year, you and I, Apostle. Mm -hmm. Um, That was the day I reintroduced myself to my family. Mm -hmm. And I thank God for that because I only had resurrection moments. I got went back to dead places because I was familiar with the smell, let alone the atmosphere. I knew how to navigate it. I knew what to do. I knew how to jump over certain things if I knew I was sink. Just to be in that place and not die. And I thank God for bringing me out. And in the, in the Lord, as you were saying, he was showing me flashes of everything before you would say it, because it's like, do you want to be Lazarus? And, and, and God got to call you out of a tomb every time somebody got to unwrap you mm-hmm. over and over and over and over again. And so I thank God because the defining moment for me to say, I want to be resurrected. I can't even say I'm fully resurrected. I got to pray that through. Mm-hmm. But to know that I chose to go in my resurrection was going to the merge March 11th. Yeah. Because the old me who was familiar with dead places would have been in New Jersey, not letting the dead bury the dead. Mm-hmm. And I thank God because truly I know that I'm walking in this place of newness and the return. And I will go in and pray it through to ask God to allow me to be resurrected fully. And even recently, the Lord had me say something to my youngest brother. And it's because of the ministry of love that that Malcolm and Janetta show me as brother and sister. And Malcolm, the, the times that we have, that my little brother did something that was so out of order. And the old me, the dad me, would have been like, you know, I'm just going to let it go. But the resurrected me said, I need to tell you I'm not your peer. I'm your oldest sibling. This is who I am. If you can't respect me as such, I'm going to let you live the life you need to live, but no longer are you going to keep treating me like this. 
And it was all God. The way I spoke to him was in such love. And the Lord said, don't worry about how he received you. Let tomorrow take care of tomorrow. Mm -hmm. But today you have to choose the woman I made because people keep walking on you and walking over you. And you got so used to it. The hurt of them stomping on you is so familiar. You don't know what it feels like to not be okay. So mm. when I told Malcolm one day how I was walking, because I had no, long, no longer had pain in my foot, I was laughing because I was like, I don't even know how to walk right because there's no pain in my feet. But God had to show me, and it's just, it's, that, that is physical, but even the spiritual aspect of it. I thank God because this is an apostolic word of activation, not just, oh, this is a good word. Oh, thank you, Lord. This is a life changer. This is to change your life. And I receive it because I am going to continue in my resurrection. And I pray that, you know, whoever's there to see the full manifestation of and just accept me in my newness. But today I'm choosing to go to the unfamiliar places where it's going to smell how God wants it to be and where it's going to look like he chooses to be and where I know that he will walk before me and he's already there. And even if my crooked path, it'll go straight because I'm choosing the resurrected life in my return. So Amen. I thank God for you. Amen. I just heard the Holy Spirit say, and I, it, I don't know, it, it, I know it's for a couple y'all, but I heard the Lord, the Holy Spirit say that some of you need to publicly say the place you are no longer at right because i keep seeing that I, I literally keep seeing some of you have to say i'm no longer right you are no longer the place they left you because for some of you you've been standing in those places a long time and again sometimes it's 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 not um so let me say it like this i hold people to the last thing they said Many of us are held hostage to the last place we were. And sometimes we don't even realize the last place we were is 10 years ago. And it's the reason why we have not been able to move ourselves forward in certain things, right? So, but it, it also, it could be a physical place, but it also could be a spiritual place of, I've been frozen in fear. Right. They left me afraid. They left me broken. Right. The, the last place they think I was right was was confused. Right. Or whatever that is. But I keep seeing there's some of you that need to say it out loud. Because it's been the place you've been ruminating in in your head and and Holy Spirit saying we need to get it out of you. Out of you. Yes, Marcy, I see your hand, sweetie. So if that's you. I'm giving you this opportunity. Nice to meet you, Pastor Ryan. It is. It is. Oh my goodness. Um, when you said that first, I was sitting here and I was like, oh, I'm not gonna say anything, but I could hear God saying, You need to make a declaration. Mm. You need to say, I choose to make your name great. Yeah. You need to say that <laughs> I have been resurrected. Mm -hmm. He reminded me this week just about I know that even the merge, realizing that that was a significant point and that he that he resurrected me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that he resurrected me out of fear, out of rejection, yeah. out of a broken heart, out of out of depression, out of low yeah. self-esteem, out of not having confidence. Yeah. He resurrected me. And I had to really remind myself this week because it's interesting that you say that people will still have conversations with us as if we are that old person. But then we, I had a conversation with someone and I was like, but, but I 
allowed the conversation to go on, not reminding myself, Marcia, but that's not who you are. So stop having this conversation, right? Um, and just even with, with so much going on right now, just understanding that, that I, I need to stand up in all who God called me to be, right? Not, um, it's, it's, that was, all of it was for me. All of it was for me. All of it was for me. All, when you talk about let the dead bury the dead, you know, just even not, not just the, the physical dead, but just the dead things that have been dead in, in, in my life right that that has been buried um but i just i just had to come on and just say that you know i i know that i have been resurrected and i will walk in the resurrection power of christ that i will you know walk in the fullness of yeah. of, of what he did of what he has done not what he did but what he has done yeah. and that I, I will daily make a decision to walk mm -hmm. in that right it is a daily decision because if there's so many things that come out of so many things have come at me this week, um, just, but it's still a daily decision that I choose to make is in any situation, I choose to make his name great. Yeah. Today, I choose to make his name great. No matter what I'm facing today, I choose to make his name great. I just, yeah. So mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm so full right now. I'm just, I'm so full, but um, thank you. Thank you, AK. Mm -hmm. Just being obedient, being obedient. Definitely. Thank you. You are not where they left you, okay? Elisha, Marcia, I need you to, no, let me see. You are not, you hear me where they left you. You're not where your family left you. Do you hear me? You're not where men have left you. And can I, can I, can I end this? You are not where you left you. And for some of you, you need to say it to yourself. I'm not where I left me. Because some of us have left ourselves in the, in the grave. Some of us, God rolled the stone away and we were like, no, close that phone back up. I ain't, I'm not ready yet. But you, Marcia, are not where God left you. Elisha. Yes, ma'am. Um, I am um, <laughs> just... Sorry, a lot of things that have happened over the past few months are just really just running through my mind right now. But um, I, I would like to say that I, um, so as you all know, I just said I was out of town for a while, but 10 of those days I was in California, um, born and raised in California, my whole family there. And so about four or five days in, Ashley called me and she said, she said, okay, well, you've been here a few days now, you know how is it? Are people different? Like, is the space different? Whatever. And my response was, well, it's not about them. I'm different now. Come on. Um, and like, that was the first time that I had really, really thought about it. And let me say this, because I'm thinking about it now, that I was okay with it. Yeah. I have to confess, um, I think Janetta asked me, was I ready for the merge? I think it was her. And I was terrified to go to the merge because my last experience with women was that I could not be my true authentic self. And so I was like, oh God, do I have to tiptoe? Do I have to be quiet? Do I have not have to make jokes? Like people know I'm like witty if you get to know me. Um, and so I just, I want to say that my answer to Ashley 
outside of the merge was that I'm different now and I'm okay with that. Like I was yeah. there for 10 days. It was people that I didn't see. I didn't want to see. I didn't need to see. Half my family went to Reno one of those days and I had time to go. Like I could have gone if I wanted to, but I was like, that's not where I am anymore. That's yeah. not who I want to be around. Like I'm trying to be where God is taking me. Yeah. yeah. And so with that, I cannot desire um, to, I cannot desire to, to, to be with the masses, to be with the crowd. Um, I, I just, I have to go where he is. And yeah. I didn't realize that until recently. Um, and he's, he's positioned me to be where he is. I think that yeah. was like a, just a true revelation. Come is on, that God has positioned Elisha to be where he is. Mm -hmm. um, that's mm -hmm. all. <clears throat> no, that's good. That is good. Pastor Ryan? Oh, Miss Lynette, and then Pastor Ryan, anything you sensing or feeling you want to share? Miss Lynette, come on in the building, Lynette. Cancun, <laughs> hey, Cancun. <everybody>. Cancun. <laughs> Cancun. Right now I'm in Flint, Michigan. It's cold. Uh -oh. But uh, um, this was an awesome word for me today because um, I have become the oldest, youngest in my family. I'm the youngest in the family, but I've taken on the role of being the oldest for some. I've just been thrown into that role. But um, my oldest brother and his wife and daughter are coming today to see my dad. And I have had anxiety about him coming because he has this presence that's when he gets angry, it's, it's really big. And I, I find myself shrinking back from saying what I really need to say. Mm -hmm. But this has given me the courage to not be mm -hmm. in that scared place. Yes. And to, um, you know, to do what I need to do to let him know that I am not his three-year-old little sister that he can tell what to do and when to do it yeah. that um I have taken on this ministry of taking care of my dad and I have done it with God's help only not with the help of my siblings not with yeah. the help of anyone else yeah but the decisions that I have to make are the decisions that I have to make yeah because they will not make a decision without me they can't even even when he was in the hospital, they called me and asked me if I needed to hit them to go check on him. I'm in California, you're in Indiana. So the answer is yes, <laughs> you know? So you've made me the oldest youngest, but when you're in my present, you want me to be the little girl and I can't do that anymore. Yeah. So this has allowed me to let go of that fear, um, to grow up. And reintroduce yourself. And reintroduce myself. As yes. Lonnet Lynn Washington. Yes. Taking care of your daddy. No. <laughs> you know. And so this it. has really, this it. has really just just boosted me yes. in a way. Because I have, I mean, literal anxiety about them coming. You know, and they they come in, they don't help, they but they want everything. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I need to be reintroduced. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, I love it. I love it, Pastor Ryan. Um, absolutely amazing word. I, I just, 
I, I love how God allows us to reflect on his resurrection. Mm-hmm. Flips it back to us as yeah. I'm resurrecting you yeah. so that there's no fear. I'm resurrecting who I've called you. It's also a, a name change. Yep. In this. I've changed your name from Jacob to Israel. That's right. Changed your position. I have changed your viewpoint. I've changed your perspective of even how you view you. So this resurrection of, of me rising has everything to do with you. Yeah. So I just, you know, I, I'm thankful. Um, I have, and, and, and I'm even changing your perspective of what you think about this new you is, because there's a, there, there, yes, I am fearful. There is a fear that resides in what a pastor is based on what pastors before me have been. That's right. Even understanding and knowing the call of it, there's a fear in that. Yeah. But just the pastor is for all of us that are in leadership. Yeah. You have a responsibility as a leader to carry yourself different. And so when you even look at yourself and your past, you begin to measure whether you can be a leader. You begin to measure and say, oh, well, you know, mm, maybe I don't want to be a leader. But the thing is, is that it's, it's if you chose him, you don't have the choice. That's right. That's right. That's right. And what's really hitting me right now mm-hmm. right if you choose me you have relinquished your choice that's right choose if you want to be or show up mm-hmm. so this is this this is why i said this is a, a a living word that is really speaking to us now where we are here and i just thank you thank you that, that's on the fire <laughs> amen amen that is amazing. I look, I literally was like, well, I don't know how we're gonna do this, but you know I'm gonna be obedient. That's all I know. Miss Daphne, Miss Daphne, for those of you who have communion, we are definitely gonna have communion today. So if you wanna grab your communion while we're Miss Daphne, you're on. I know you work. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. I had to make sure my client was okay with me speaking over her. Um I I really uh wanted to pray for um Lynette. Um I heard the Holy Spirit say um that's a familiar spirit that she's dealing with. So with your permission. Did you say Lynette? Yes, the one oh, who okay. just spoke Lynette. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I'm sorry, I was making sure I heard you correctly. Yes, ma'am. Okay. All right. I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um dear Father in heaven, we just thank you and praise you. Um, because you know all things, you know all things concerning us, and you care deeply and compassionately for us. I speak now in the name of Jesus. I speak and take authority over, um, well, Lynette, um, you're going to have to do some homework as well. Um, Because it is a familiar spirit, you're going to have to as well pray um, for the courage and the boldness. But I bind the spirit of familiarity that will box you in, that will try to hinder you and put you back into a space 
and a place and time where God has delivered you from. I think even now for the blood of Jesus that covers you, that will give you the ability to speak up, stand up in meekness, but yet in boldness and be who God called you to be. I thank you even now, Father God, that you give us all authority over the enemy, Father God. I thank you that you said the heel of the woman will crush him, Father God. So I thank you in this day that I, my sister does not have to stand alone, but I stand with her with crushing the head of the enemy that is seeking to pull her back into a place and space that you have already delivered her from. I thank you for all power and glory belongs to you even now in the name of Jesus. We thank you and release her into her purpose even now for who you called her to be, Father God. We declare that and decree it to be so in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Anyone else want to share anything, say anything, introduce yourself? I know we got a lot of introductions over here. Anyone else? Anyone else? Okay. Well, who's ready for communion? We're going to seal this with some communion. Nobody else has anything they want to share? And I'm, I want to give space before I move. Y'all look like some of y'all want to say something, but didn't look like no, I don't want to say it right now. So I'm giving y'all, I'm giving a moment just to make sure. Hold on, I see messages. Are you telling them to speak, Minister Malcolm, with your speak? <laughs> Are you threatening them? What, what, what is happening right now? <laughs> like, speak. Anyone, anyone? Well, then I'll say something. I just yeah, want to say, come I, on, love, I can't have family. I just love y'all. I love every single one of y'all. Every single one of y'all are blessed and anointed. I get up after my <laughs> four o'clock in the morning shift mm -hmm. just to be here, just to get this word. And I just, you know, I I thank you all. I love you all, and and uh, and how the spirit moves through everybody. So that's all. I just want to give my love. That's it. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Bella. Love you. I love you. love you. Anyone else? Come on, look. Look at the boldness. We're going to do communion. I'm going to pray us out. So you, if you got something to say, this is your moment. Okay. Uh-huh. I was like, I, I was watching Ty smile for about five minutes, but she finally came in the screen. Go on, Evie, Ty. Uh -huh. Um... Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Man, I don't want to cry. <laughs> Welcome to the new you. Come uh, on, resurrected life. Yes. Um. I publicly announced that I am no longer who I was. Yes. Um, that person is dead and gone. Mm -hmm. And um, I introduce myself as Evangelist Ty. <laughs> I publicly embrace it. Yes, come on. Um, with my K-Hal family. Mm. Um, 
Amen. Amen. We love you. <laughs> Look at they screaming it. <laughs> Amen. Let me let me welcome to the to the beginning, Ty. Because your confession. See, here's the thing, and let me say this to everyone. There are things that have not happened, not because it is not his will, it's because we have not accepted his will and made it our confession, right? So it's, it's right, so if we look at, I've been saying, I've known since the day God called me, he called me to the work of an apostle, to function as an apostle, right? But I was very clear about the, the road, right? And that there was a time, but I always functioned in an apostolic anointing. Right. But now, right, I've before the merge stepped into it, but now publicly, right, you all knew what the merge and now, right, I even said it again today. But it's when we, it's not just knowing, it's remember, I say everything with God has to be the agreement. So he can say a thing, but until you agree with it, we haven't, it has not begun yet. So welcome to the beginning, Ty. Because now you're agreeing with God. Because let me tell you, if nobody, uh, you missed it, Evangelist Ty just publicly stepped into her, her function. Sue went to the room. So I'm, as another evangelist to another evangelist, I'm telling you, she gets excited about that. But if no, look, Ty, your burden for souls, you are right, your burden to see the lost saved. Like I said, it doesn't mean you don't have these other anointings and you can't move in it, but the function to tell the good news, man, welcome to the beginning. Because now that you agree with God, I hope they ready, not you, because you're ready now. Your agreement says I'm ready now, God. And once we agree, the, look, you, we open the door. Nobody, nobody else, the door has been there and our agreement now allows the door to be fully open for us to walk through. And I'm not just saying this to her, I'm saying this for to everybody. That's why our agreement with God, right? True obedience comes out of agreement with God. And now there will be another level of ease in God that you have yet to know. So I'm, 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 I'm expecting, like, I can't wait. You about to call me niggas. You're like, dee, 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 dee. I'm like, I know, girl, you agree with the Lord. <laughs> and I, I'm praying that in this, right? Y'all, that, I'm telling you, that's why I said to Pastor Ryan, the statement God made knocked my head off. You are not where they left you? And I want you to really sit with this because there are places We've been left that we don't even know. We're still waiting for daddy to pick us up. Some of us are the kid, right? That is waiting, right? Parents have separated and we're waiting for dad to come and get us and he doesn't get us. But you need to know God came to get you. Stop waiting for other people to rescue you. There's only one rescuer, father, son, and Holy Spirit. There's only, right? The word salvation means to deliver and rescue. Salvation deliver and rescue you are no longer where they left you 
words even that our parents may have spoken that they weren't doing out of militia, but we're, we, we've been left there. Relationships left us there. Pain has left us there. But I'm declaring over every single one of you on this Zoom, you are not where they left you from this day forward. In Jesus' name. That is the word over your life. And now I'm asking the Lord to blanket that word upon you so that wherever you go, when, when the enemy or somebody, because remember, we're still dealing with the days, when they try to come and tell you you're still there, that you stand in your resurrected place. Remember, Jesus didn't go back and visit his tomb. He was ahead of them and told them, come where I'm at. Stop going back to places that the people try to take you back to where they are when God has promoted you to go ahead of them. See, we always think we got to go back, grab them and lead them forward. But literally, Jesus, Jesus is resurrected and didn't go back to none of the places he had been before. That's what blew my mind. I'm like, Oh God, I'm telling y'all today, I never even thought about it. He didn't visit his own tomb. He wasn't even there when they came to visit him. <laughs> and too many of us have still been in our dead place, letting people visit us there. And he's saying, I got you out of there and I called you forward. You don't understand their salvation. Their real encounter with me depends on you going over there. Thomas can't see when you're right next to him. They didn't believe y'all two times. He showed himself and it says, and showed himself and they went and told and people still didn't believe it. Even after Jesus told them what he was going to do, they still didn't believe it. And he said, just tell them to meet me up there. I'm, I'm going to be over here. And after they met him over there, they believed. And after they met him over there, he said, I'm going to leave you with a comforter. He said, stay here. Because guess what happened in those days while they waited 120 days, God was deepening them and, and teaching them. They were learning to wait on God, be patient. They were, there was a burning, something was happening on the inside of them so that it made space for who? The Holy Spirit. This is, I guess this is a part of the message. It's just later. <laughs> but please, please, please. You are not where they left you. I'm telling you, I heard that shout. I was like, oh my gosh. I wish someone would have told me this. I, I wish someone would have told me this 20 years ago. <laughs> look, I wish someone would have told me this when I was look, 18, 21, 23. Come on. Anybody else? If they would have just told us, we are not where they left us. But I, but I literally was like, God, I, I've never seen this like this before. I read this scripture and we all ruminate over the beauty of the resurrection. But you're showing us because Jesus is our example of how to live here. You're showing us that Jesus who could have just, look, Jesus could have been sitting on top of the, so we didn't need an angel. Jesus could have been on the outside. He could have just welcomed the women. But he said, I'm not staying in a dead place when I've been made alive. And the demonstration was the sun rose and they didn't even know the sun had already risen. 
And you need to, can I say this for you? The mark of your life every day that the sun is up, every day that we wake up and the sun rises, you need to know you're rising too. But it's a choice. Choose higher. Choose to stay in the seated. We're, we, are, we are seated already in heavenly places. Choose to choose, choose higher, choose different. And because you've made these declarations today, because you've reintroduced yourself, woe to you if you go back. Woe to you if you go back. Because who the sun sets free is what? Free indeed. Let's take our community. Matthew 26 and 26 says, as they ate, Jesus took the bread and he blessed it and broke it and gave it to disciples. And he said to them, this is my body, eat it. Father, we bless this bread. We take this natural use and make it a spiritual use as a reminder of your sacrifice and offering. As you were a sacrifice and an offering simultaneously, you gave and offered your life. We thank you, God, for an ultimate plan that would reconcile us back to you. And so he said, take it, break it, and eat it. Let us do this in remembrance of our Lord and Savior. It says, then taking the cup of wine, he gave thanks to the Father. Father, we thank you for the blood that was shed at Calvary's cross. We thank you that the blood symbol, symbol, symbolizes the, the remission of sin, that the blood still has miraculous power. We thank you for the blood, Jesus, that you shed from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet for the pain that you endured, that we might be made free, that your life gave us new life. He said, then taking the cup, he gave thanks and he entered into the covenant with them saying, this is my blood. Each of you must drink it in fulfillment of the covenant for this is the blood that seals the new covenant. It will be poured out for many for the complete forgiveness of sins. The next time we drink this, I will be with you and we will drink it together with a new understanding in the kingdom realm of my father. He said, whenever we're together to drink in remembrance of him, let us drink together. Father, we thank you for you so loved the world that you sent your only begotten son that whomever believe upon him shall not perish, but have eternal life. We thank you, Jesus, that you are willing to die, that we might not perish. That we thank you that we are now, we have stepped into eternity with you. We thank you for a gift of salvation. We thank you that you've rescued, delivered us. And we thank you that every day we choose to remain. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for not leaving us comfortless, for you are the spirit of God in us. Thank you for being the best friend we could ever have, for being our guide, our advocate, our corrector, our, our transformer. We thank you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, for loving us, keeping us, providing, and protecting us. We now thank you for this word today. I pray that it has it has seeded into good soil 
and that we will see the produce the the production of this fruit that this fruit will remain this will not just be a good word we heard but this will be a planted word we live this will not just be a good word we heard but it will be a word that is planted and becomes a way that we live i thank you for being reintroduced to your children this morning I thank you for the declarations that were made. I thank you, God, that we are not where they left us. I thank you the stone has been rolled away. And I thank you that we have been resurrected. New life is our portion. It's our portion. It belongs to us. And I thank you for this amazing people. It is and honor God to serve them and to serve with them. Thank you for kingdom leaders, every single one of them on this screen. Thank you for your sons and daughters. Thank you that you are knitting our hearts together, our, our souls together. Allow us, God, to remember one another, lift up one another, pray for one another, reach out to one another, God. I believe that the harvest is coming. We're gonna see so many more that are coming, God, from the north, south, east, and west. Help us to be at the place Help us to go ahead, no longer stay back, but to move where you're calling so they have a place to come. We love you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the KHOW Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please feel free to email us at khowworshipla at gmail.com. That's K-H-O-W-O-R-S-H-I-P-L-A at gmail.com.